Do chemistry and attraction make any sense? Should rationalists believe in such superstitious magic? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on page 47 of Tractate Sota, and we learn that chemistry is a gift from heaven to help you identify your spouse. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Kavrissa today. I like to begin with a story. It was time to apportion the promised land amongst the 12 tribes of Israel. Joshua stood there before the entire nation. Elazar the high priest adorned himself with the Urim Vatumim, the special breastplate that conveyed the word of God. Two lottery urns were prepared. One contained the names of the tribes, the other contained the names of the boundaries of the 12 regions of the land. Using Ruach HaKodesh, prophecy, Elazar began to announce the assignments of land. He declared the name of the tribe of Zavulan shall emerge from the lottery in the region whose boundaries Akko shall emerge from the other urn. After stating this, he mixed the lots in the urn of the tribes and the lot of Zvulun emerged in his hand. He then mixed the lots in the receptacle of the boundaries and the boundary of Akko emerged in his hand. Elazar then repeated the process and declared the name of the tribe of Naphtali shall now emerge and the region whose boundaries Gnosis shall emerge from the other urn. He mixed the lots in the urn of the tribes and the lot of Naphtali emerged in his hand. He mixed the lots in the urn of the boundaries and the region of Gnosis emerged in his hand. And thus he proceeded for each and every tribe. After that, the land was divided monetarily, as it is stated, between the greater and the fewer. Those tribes whose property was closer to Jerusalem compensated those whose property was further away from the holy city. Rebeliezer says the tribes compensated each other with money. Rabbi Yeshua says the tribes compensated each other with land. Rabbi Avin says, unless the Almighty made every region beautiful in the eyes of its inhabitants, the land of Israel would never have been distributed. Today's stuff continues the discussion of Elisha's miracle of purifying the water. Even though the water is poisonous and reeking disease and devastation, the inhabitants speak of the city in glowing terms. Why? Says the Gemara, and the men of the city said to Elisha, Behold, please, the situation of this city is pleasant as my lord sees, but the water is bad and the land miscarries. But if the water is bad and the land causes miscarriages, what is pleasant about it? Rabbi Hanin says, The grace of a place is upon its inhabitants. Rabbi Yochanan says, There are three graces. The grace of a place upon its inhabitants, the grace of a woman upon her husband, and the grace of a purchase upon its purchaser. Let's analyze the Gemara. Ever noticed how often people view their hometown, their spouse, and their occupation through rose-colored glasses, regardless of what others think? Our sages explain that heaven causes different people to be attracted to different places, individuals, and jobs so that the world can function properly. Think about the different places people prefer. Some people like city life. Others prefer to live in the country. Some dream of living by the sea. Others like the mountains. And most people like the familiar terrain of their hometown, no matter how unattractive the place might be to strangers. Likewise, if we all sought the same professions, nothing would get done. Some people love the fast pace of office work. Others prefer the freedom of life on the farm. Some people are prepared to run into a burning building to save lives. Others couldn't imagine doing it. Some people work all hours of the day and night to heal people. Others shudder at the thought of shift work or dealing with blood and diseases. But the most extraordinary grace of heaven is the chemistry experience between spouses. For some it's love at first sight. For others it takes a few dates and gain to know the person for the magic to happen. But then suddenly you're overwhelmed by some inexplicable force drawing you to the other person. It makes no sense. You're not related to the stranger. Why would you feel attracted to them? Because the person's beautiful? 
because they're intelligent. There are a lot of good-looking people in the world. There are a lot of smart people in the world. It's the grace of heaven pulling you inexplicably towards this other individual, your Bashar. It must be so sad to be an atheist. The entire foundation for getting married to another human being is based on a set of logical criteria, such as looks, intelligence, job, character traits. But how do you know that tomorrow you won't meet someone else who's able to check more boxes? You can't say that you feel attracted to the person. That's irrational. It's like believing in God. That's silly. By contrast, when you believe that the intangible love connection is a gift from God, then everything falls into place. Once you've met the person that more or less fits the type you were looking for, and you feel chemistry, you can turn your eyes heavenward and thank Hashem. It feels magical, because it is. It makes no sense physically. It's a gift from heaven called grace. The biggest so-called choices in life actually are not our decisions at all. They're bestowed upon us by the grace of God. May you strive to find your basher, your occupation, and your locale with the constant knowledge that God is directing your every step, wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Daft Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. If you've enjoyed being my chavrisa today, please consider purchasing the book series or partnering with the Center for Torah Values as we show the value of Torah and instill our values with Torah. Check it out at transformativedaft.com and across social media at Rabbi Daniel Friedman.